0: Pod Boys Productions.
1: Picking up my barrel, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Hey, it's your boy Pod Drew over here on the Left Coast. Welcoming you to another fine edition of Brooklyn Bite Podcast which Brooklyn, I, I don't know if you're some geography heads out there, that's actually on the right coast of these United States. It actually is also where Studio A is located, the famed Studio A, uh, where my good friend Podnam, Sir Podnam sometimes, called Lordnam sometimes. Well, that's more a, a different podcast. Over here on Brooklyn Bite and uh, BKNBA, he's basically just known as... That's Pod I guess. I don't know why I needed to say all that. I didn't need to, but I I did anyway. What's going on, Podnam? How's it going in Brooklyn there?
0: Oh, it's going freaky deaky up in here, uh Podrew. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of a lot of stuff is happening. Uh your boy, podnam had uh had got yeah uh, Pod Pod Bruce dog. I gotta come up with a name. Uh better name than that. But Pod Bruce himself got a, a buddy pillow remember do you remember those buddy pillows remember the uh uh like they're like a mascot like for sports and then they fold into a pillow
1: was like james franco in love with one on an episode of 30 Rock? is that the same thing or that's those
0: same are the thing? body pillow but same same, same, concept, same concept same concept right right, right. Okay. um it's just like it, it looks like a stuffed animal um there's sports ones there's koalas so uh pot-
1: Does bruce have a sports one
0: he did he had he had the Dallas cowboy and what he ended up doing he fell in love with this cowboy and would nuzzle his ear and hump it all the time so your boy Podnam that that cowboy kind of died after a lot of sex with with my dog and so I got a koala I got a koala buddy pillow for him and now he's just like he's back he's back getting freaky with it he's humping right now as we okay. speak
1: yeah I wonder yeah. how long that that koala might have limited time as well, if based on what <laughs> happened to the cowboy. Time. Now, was it like a cowboy? Like, because the Dallas mascot isn't like a literal cowboy oh, usually, right? It's, it's like a star cartoon cow door. No, no, no. Okay.
0: Like, yeah, the, the Dallas Cowboys mascot is like a cartoon cowboy. Is exactly oh, what okay. it was. And the funny thing about that cowboy was, after a while, the hat just started coming off. So when he was getting you know humped by Bruce, the hat was just like moving a lot. <laughs> That's
1: uh, like what happens if you're humping a real. Cowboy, right? Head, exactly,
0: pro. exactly. Very exactly.
1: realistic. Well, uh, that, that's not really what we came together to this bite to discuss, Nam, even though it is amusing. Uh, there's a little more pressing business mm. being that it, we're one day before game six of these NBA Finals 2019. Right. And how are you feeling about this series so far?
0: You know, uh, I would say this NBA Finals, the way I would describe it right now, is the ultimate. WWE script like there is so much, so many heel turns, so many, you know, so much drama. Uh, you know, bad guys.
1: Outs- who's uh, who's done a heel turn uh, specifically in, in the series? It's oh, like- I
0: would say a face turn. Um, the world has face turned onto Kevin Durant. Uh, he was he was the bad guy. Now everyone wants to be the bad guy, and now he can't okay. be the bad guy anymore because everyone. So, like-
1: just so I'm clear, because <laughs> uh, I'm not as. No, I'm not as knowledgeable about wrestling as you are. It, yeah. it's called a heel turn if you turn to from a good yeah. guy to a bad guy. And but if fa- you do the reverse, it's called a face turn.
0: Yeah, they call them baby faces and faces because people like babies, uh, and then they call them heel because you just, I guess you turn your heel. <laughs> on well, the I board. get,
1: I kind of get the heel one because like a heel is like an old, kind of like an old timey word for like a villain or a bad mm-hmm. guy. Like, yeah, this guy's being a heel. Yeah, but yeah, baby face is kind of, is kind of a weird one. <laughs> um unless you're like a 90s R&B singer but mm-hmm. uh so you you're claiming though that Durant has made this turn cuz I don't I don't necessarily know if I agree.
0: Uh well I mean that's that's the word on the street right now and we're on the reddits uh you know everything kind of just changed as game 5 as he popped his thing uh he popped that cherry ACL <laughs> um and when that happened the whole world collectively was like, okay. Originally, I hate you, Kevin Durant. They booed him. I mean, Toronto. We can talk about what the reactions were, but like,
1: yeah,
0: they they booed him as he's warming up. I mean, and then that, that's
1: respect. I mean, that's fine. You know, that's that's
0: respect. But yeah. also, I mean, it's the opposing team. You boo him, but like, they didn't boo any of the rest of the players that hard. You know, before it's just like, it's well, like, I
1: mean, he. he uh, well, I guess, I guess, if you're gonna say. Because he's coming back for that one, they're booing him more. Or, but if it's just because of the fact of who he is, he is the most
0: right polarized. He
1: was the most heelish because of you know it just if someone's gonna get booed before. Obviously, Draymond had normally held that title for, right. for the uh, right the Dubs, but after you know obviously Durant coming over and what he did, but just getting injured, I I, I give people are like having you know um, people are having sympathy for him right. or they're not going to villainize him obviously for this but I don't know if he's gone from full like people rooting for him again maybe some people are because of this but uh, you know I would not ca- certainly not count myself among them I hope he gets better obviously and he doesn't um, I don't want his career to be ruined or impacted negatively from this I do think they they screwed up bringing him back that that should be on the Warriors for doing that but mm-hmm. uh, you know but you know, I'm not. It's not like I'm rooting for the Warriors to come back and win this series now because of that. Or I'm not gonna, root, likely not gonna root for Durant for the rest of his career. I mean, it's possible depending on where he goes, depending on some other scenarios. But okay. in my in my view, uh, he's still a borderline heel at least.
0: Borderline heel. He's in between. Um, I think. I think it's. I think it's going to. Uh, we're gonna look back on on this moment of Game 5 as the thing that defined Kevin Durant for moving forward, meaning like, you know, obviously he's done a lot, but the NBA fans, the reason why they don't like Kevin Durant is the same reason they didn't like LeBron for going to the Heat, right? It's um it's the same decision it wasn't uh, as bad as how it was presented obviously and the way it was presented but the reasons are still the same they're still the same
1: well look we've been over this multiple times I feel like in the past you know I I still don't agree with that either I mean it's not the exact same what Durant did is in my opinion worse than anything anyone's ever done in the NBA before in terms of leaving for another team and the fact that they were already like a one of the uh, the best teams okay. of all time. I
0: agree. No, I agree with that. I agree. I agree with that and notion. I'm just saying, like taking, just the move to leave uh, and, a team, and
1: and, right. and and just to add in, of course, you always got to throw this, and and the fact that he got beat by the team. You went to the team that beat right. him in the year before, which right. is not anything LeBron did or anyone else did. Right,
0: which did is why. Which is why I'm so pumped to see Kevin Durant join Kawhi Leonard next year. Uh, when, in when, in uh, which city? In, in, Toronto, in Toronto. Oh, I don't know. Because, you know, that's that's what history has told us. Kevin Durant will more likely join the team that beats him. Um,
1: All right. If, if it does uh, go down that way, it's going to be like, oh, I don't care that you booed me when I blew my going out. I'm going I'm to fix everything. <laughs> He's uh, trying to go I mean, get international money. We got to right. talk all about this series and recap. Right. I mean, go, go to how we've got to this point, and that's what mm-hmm. people want to hear. That's obviously the, right. by far. I I would thought it was by far the biggest news in the NBA. Conventional wisdom would say so, but then something came across my plate here. Oh, it's yeah? even bigger news. Oh geez, uh, what is that? The Nets made the Nets made a trade. What? Yes, obviously, they did. Obviously, we should pause the finals talk and get into this for a while. Yeah,
0: <laughs> let's let's break let's break off all of society's norms of during the NBA finals and go into off season acquisitions of draft picks. I mean, it
1: is Brooklyn bite right
0: now. <laughs> it is a Brooklyn bite, and uh, we cover all hard hitting Nets things for for so for the frac- next minute we got this covered right now. Uh So the Nets made a trade, Atlanta. Uh, decided to be their partner once again and just saving them from some cap space. Apparently Atlanta's where you take dumps. Uh, makes sense with their whole shitty abortion laws. Fuck you, Georgia. Um, and Atlanta gets Alan Crabb, a 2019 pick's uh, number 17th pick? Yeah. Um, and 2021 lottery-protected first-round pick. Lottery-protected stuff really freaks me out, especially with the Nets. Yeah, th-
1: I mean, that's obviously the be- what the, mo- the biggest thing they're giving up there,
0: Right, no, I mean, 2019 pick 17 is not, it's not bad. That's, uh,
1: but that too, I mean, it, it looks lopsided in terms of, I, and I guess you're gonna have to finish off with it. Yeah, they, yeah. They, let's just get Torian.
0: Uh, and a, and Green, a right. 2021 20, uh, second round oh, pick. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think this is a, I love Torian Prince. Um, I've got to see him play. Oh, yeah,
1: Prince, Prince, not, not Green. that not Torian Green. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Torian Green plays in NFL, right?
1: Uh, no, he was on that. He he used to be in the NBA. It didn't last that long, I think. Okay. But he was on that. He was on that uh, fl- that uh, Florida team with Noah and and uh, Brewer and all oh, that Red, stack team.
0: Al, yeah. Al Hartford. Yeah. Okay. Hartford, I got it. Yeah. Um, So so yeah, I love Terry and Prince. I got to see see him play a couple times. Uh, I don't know why I was at Atlanta Brooklyn Nets games, but I was, and he was doing work. He he like he's a rebound god. Really, um, he gets a lot of. He's like a uh, Tristan Thompson, but very but better shooter uh, in terms of like offensive rebound prowess.
1: Don't have, do they have a similar body type? I, I kind of thought Prince was a smaller guy than that.
0: He's no, no. I mean, he's definitely a little bit smaller. I think he's like six nine or six ten. Tr- Tristan Thompson's like six eleven, six ten. But uh, but
1: also like physically yeah. uh, smaller, I thought. Um, but but uh, you're saying his big thing is offensive rebounding.
0: Yeah, he's good at offensive rebounding. He's also good at making open threes. Uh, he's got he's got some some parts that will work really well because we did not have any rebounding, as you saw in the playoff series against these illadel Sixers. You know, uh, we were really out rebounded, outsized, uh, and it was a rough matchup for us.
1: That's true. I mean, I guess you're not giving up too much rebounding with Crab. I, Yeah, I don't, I don't know enough about Prince, I guess, but I cut, I did kind of like Alan Crabb, but maybe he just didn't have a, as, enough of a role on the Nets with some of the other pieces you guys, or the Nets have. Um, I guess I liked him more when he was in Portland, but... But... Uh, but yeah, I, like from a town standpoint yeah. if I was uh, if Was you in Portland? Crab, Alan Crab was, right? Before the nuts.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about uh, dishing out Alan Crab and letting him go. Um oh, that's I'm what just focus on getting friends. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I just like turning friends. Okay. Uh yeah, I mean, Alan Alan Crabbe did set the record for uh, most threes in a single season for the Brooklyn Nets um, last year, but this mm-hmm. year he was injured all year, um, and he's still coming off a surgery. So, okay, he's he's loose parts, basically. Unfortunately, uh, not to de- not to consider him not a human. You know, as Demarcus Cousins might might swear at me if I if I don't deem them <laughs> as human beings, and I don't I don't want Demarcus, I don't want boogie after me. I don't want that boogie man after me. So.
1: That's true. I don't know, Think you'd be first, and he probably has a bigger list of people to go after. But yeah, yeah, you might show up eventually. So just better to avoid it. Mm-hmm. I. But it sounds like you're happy with the trade, uh, putting on here. Well, I
0: mean, I mean, this is all we're doing, right? We're just going after Prince. I don't think I don't see any other reason why the Nets <laughs> wouldn't make this trade. Oh wait. I do. It's because they've opened up a second max slot because of this trade, and this really frees up the flexibility of the Brooklyn Nets going after, I don't know, a Kyrie Irving, a Kevin Durant, uh, a Jimmy Butler, a Tobias Harris, uh, I guess a Boogie Cousins if they wanted one. Um, I don't know why. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if you want A Kemba that. Walker. Um,
1: you definitely want that, but I don't think that's happening. But
0: Yeah, uh, but I mean – in you know what's been said is by the NBA and everywhere else for that matter. Even the laundry uh, mat down the street, they've been talking about this. Uh, they were just really? say, "Yeah, no, no, they they were uh, they're putting in their delegates and they said,
1: wow. said, 'Wow, they had first take uh, today.' <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe, wow, this is crazy. Kyrie might be coming to Brooklyn, uh, and that's been the word on the street because Kyrie has been uh, hanging out." He bought a house in in Jersey, um, but he's from
1: Jersey. To be fair,
0: he's from he's from Jersey. Uh, so he might buy a
1: house there anyway. But but who's still. from
0: Jersey wants to go back to Jersey? I mean, that just doesn't make that doesn't make mm, any sense. Yeah, that's to me. pretty
1: compelling argument. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think for a marquee free agent, that's probably the Nets' best bet. He fired his agent uh, today as well.
0: Yeah, and he so, signed with the I Rock. He signed with the Roc Jay Z's company Uh um, so
1: obviously there's ties to brooklyn there so uh
0: but there's also ties with kevin durant not just because they're friends and they've you know uh seen together uh making out hardcore um i
1: don't <laughs> right, i must have missed that news story
0: <laughs> yeah no no it, it just slipped under the radar um and but but
1: Durant was being his fake online persona, not, not himself on that <laughs> was, make makeout
0: session. He was totally cat, catfishing Kyrie a lot. Yeah, we'll find out. we'll find out for sure um, by the end of the by the end of free agency. But Rich Kleinman, uh, who's everyone knows as Kevin Durant's agent, is also part of Rock Nation. So there's a lot of uh, hub up there. They've also seen Kyrie uh, hang out with Karis Levert, uh Jared Dudley. Mm-hmm. And Rhj at the Forty Forty Club, another Jay Z connection there. Yeah, Jay Z uh, on set. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, where is Brooklyn in the house? I would say they're in multiple houses right now. I would say they're in almost everyone's houses in the whole world.
1: Well, I would say they're on the front door at least. They're at the front door <laughs> at least. You know, they're hanging out around the fence. Mm -hmm. They're peeking over like the guy from Home Improvement looking in. I think to actually be in the house, that that means they've sealed the deal on one of these guys, right?
0: So, yeah, I I agree with you. It's more like a vampire situation. You know, the vampires outside the house can't come in. Until... Invited, yeah. Explicitly invited. Yeah, I mean, even physically they can't. So right now that's where the stage is. The Brooklyn Nets are the vampire, and all the people in the house are the free agents that they want. And they're going for blood, man. They're going for blood. And they're making some noise. But, you know, I'm going to prep this question to you. uh, Since you are a Kyrie Irving fan, what are your feelings of him potentially donning uh, number 11... Black, all-black Brooklyn jersey.
1: Yeah. Uh, I have some thoughts on you say, saying Johnning just now. I don't, I don't know. What were you trying to say? Donning? I said Donning. Oh, I heard it as, like, Johnning. I thought you were saying joining, but you pronounced it weird. Never mind. <laughs> uh <laughs>
0: I like that. Yeah, I,
1: that. I would be I would be a fan of this because the Nets are kind of a like, eh, kind of a secondary team for me. Obviously, doing this podcast with you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and going to a lot of their games in the past when I still lived in Brooklyn and all yeah. that. Um, and obviously, I'm a fan of his game and in a pretty major way. Personal wise, not a, as big as a fan, but um, but uh, yeah, no, I, if, if if for him to go anywhere, I certainly want him on Boston. I uh, like to root against Boston. Um, and shout out to uh, Saint Louis for also today beating, uh, stopping the trifecta of Boston winning mm-hmm. a championship in every season. That's N H L talk there. But uh, but yeah, the the Bruins lost. So luckily, all oh, the Boston only gets two championships this this year. (laughs)
0: Boston suck it. Two championships.
1: Only two. (laughs) Only two. (laughs) Of four potential ones. But yeah, I I want Kyrie up Boston. If he's going to go anywhere else in the East specifically, I would like him to be on the net. So I'm enthused about that somewhat. Yes.
0: Now, this is a point where you ask me, how do I feel about D'Angelo Russell potentially not being on the team? So go ahead. Ask me.
1: Um, How do you feel now I came up with this question just now, spur of the moment. I don't know, I think you're probably not going to be prepared for it necessarily, but okay. let's yeah. see if you can uh, you, you know you're an improv man so you could probably swing it. Yeah, how I would could, you feel I about a... uh, yeah, good add- in right there yeah. <laughs> uh, how would you feel about D'Angelo Russell uh, star all-star from the Nets this past season mm-hmm. potentially not being on the team next year.
0: You know, I said I wasn't going to cry on this podcast. Um, and I'm not. I'm not going to cry. I think D'Angelo Russell is a talent. Um, he's definitely, I wouldn't say generational. I think he's maybe by, maybe three tri-year or biannual. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to put a smaller period than generational. Uh, not decade. Not even half a decade. Maybe quarter-decade talent. Um, meaning that everything he's done for the Nets god bless him uh allah praise him moses uh worship him whatever vishnu all that stuff um he's done work he's put in the work he's uh he's definitely a talent but he's also a problem when it comes to um not not having his weed in the right places when traveling airports i mean that's Mm -hmm. That's a problem because you know how many people were affected by that Kentucky Derby fiasco. All of his friends that wanted that Brooklyn Bud w- didn't get any, you know. Uh, and yeah. that's where I uh, really am. Like once that happened, I'm like, if you can't, if you can't deliver the goods, literally, then you're off. You're off in my book. You're like you're, you're off the scene. You know, for me, that's that's where I yeah. stand at. it.
1: He screwed up. I mean, he must not have wa- uh, watched. Pulp Fiction with Christopher Walken scene where he details where you're supposed to hide things. Right. Uh, right. So that's you know you messed but, it up.
0: But I will pause again. He did bring it back up to me, so I, I still want him on the team because he got voted GQ uh, fashion fashion uh, <laughs> fashionable NBA athlete of the year, and uh, and I'm a fan of fashion on other people, not me as much, but on other people. And yeah, uh, I was gonna say uh,
1: <laughs> it's tough for you to call yourself that, uh, call it for yourself when you uh, frequently wear an "I Texas Texas" t-shirt as one of your main. Hey, uh,
0: I'm also rocking right now Kenny F. N. Powers shirt right now. All right, my yeah, my inspiration in that and in fashion is Kenny Powers for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's why you have a mullet now too. I wasn't gonna yep. comment on that, but obviously <laughs> oh, no, you're no, going it's, Powers it's for, I'm, I'm for summer, about my summer mullet 19 mullet. fashion. <laughs> All right, well, we don't have time for more talk on that now, but I think this yep. would be a good time to bring up a new segment I'm, g- I'm going to call E-Nom's Hot Takes. Uh, E-Nom, our friend uh, who we do a okay. lot of our podcasts with, he was on the newest um, or the most recent episode, 118, so go back and listen to that if you haven't. But he, he uh, texted us a few hot takes, and one of them kind of goes with what we're talking about, which was D'Angelo Russell should go back to the Lakers. So what should we discuss that briefly? What do you think he's? That's a crazy take there. Or do you think that's accurate?
0: Uh, he should go back to the Lakers. Um, that's what
1: the take. That's what the spicy take is from e Dash.
0: Oh, uh, like um, spicy T or spicy P? Is that is that uh, Pascal Siakam's name now? I heard.
1: I haven't heard that one, but I guess it would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a play on yeah. swaggy, uh, I guess.
0: W- yeah, yeah. Um, I I want to say it's not a great idea because LeBron has hadn't had any like you know uh, off court scandals happen at all his whole career. Uh, you know, uh, and we don't we don't want to tarnish LeBron James. He, you know, he's. One of the good guys in the league, in terms of what we see him as, we don't know the truth on everything.
1: Okay, well that's a, <laughs> intriguing. But uh, what <laughs> you, you think you think uh, past scandals from other new teammates wouldn't really affect him? I don't think so. You think if D'Lo comes, D'Lo and comes back to join him, he's gonna bring another scandal coming in here. Like what? What's your what are you saying exactly?
0: I mean, he's gonna obviously he's gonna be more fashionable than LeBron, so uh, that's gonna cause a lot of problems in the locker room, um, and someone's gonna record someone wearing a different like a a off branded uh, clothing, and that'll be a scandal. Maybe it's like uh, made by children in Bangladesh, or you know, like it'll, sure. it'll be it'll be it'll cause international. Uh, problems and there might be even war declared uh due okay. to this move so uh, what i'm proposing is he go to phoenix and hang out with his best friend david booker and uh they become a really ultimate bat- scoring backcourt which i think would be that pretty would be, awesome
1: they would be filling it up potentially um yeah. I don't know. i'm each. going back to the lakers it would be interesting playing a little i don't think it's going to happen some more uh another take here that's more mm-hmm. uh that's Tangential to LeBron from E-Nom and could get us maybe back on track for uh, Game 6 and the finals here. He thinks if you replace Kawhi with LeBron in this series, it would be in the same place.
0: Hmm.
1: And I don't know. I guess he's saying LeBron, not like LeBron, you know, just LeBron being on the Raptors instead of Kawhi i think it would have gotten to the same place that he'd be back in the finals if he was on the raptors probably given the past history but um do you think it would be the same or uh is Kawhi doing something extra hmm. that lebron at this stage of his career wouldn't be able to do
0: so it's a question that Kawhi being on so just a so if LeBron was on Cleveland still, or is LeBron just swapped completely? I, I'm
1: taking the take to me and just like swap LeBron in for Kawhi. E-Dash hmm. Edashanam thinks so, it would be the same. We'd be, I guess, going into Game Six with the Raptors still up three-two.
0: I think uh I think it would be similar in some ways. But for example, last night, not a, I mean the other game, no, they would Toronto would have won the championship by now. Yeah, because LeBron would have made the right pass, not a mm. swing pass. He would have made the right pass to win the title. Um, and we haven't—I don't know if we've seen LeBron. I mean, Kawhi hit a clutch shot to win the game, other than Game Seven. Like
1: uh, I don't I mean, obviously that was one of the clutch, one of the biggest shots. No, I know, but like,
0: but that also that was the most one of the most difficult and forced shots of all time. Not saying that it didn't count, but like it's it is not like. You're setting up a high screen and roll or a high ISO, and going one on one and uh, hero ball to win right. the game. Like that wasn't that kind of shot,
1: you know? No, I uh, agree, but I do think Kawhi oh, probably should have done that instead of passing it in general. And at the end, of the game. well, he had no like,
0: option. He uh, Iguodala really jumped on him right, like and set up a wall. Like he, there's no way he would, unless he forced step all back, that coming. I don't know. No, but that's the thing. I think LeBron. So. I think Kawhi, LeBron. I think just think LeBron's smarter than Kawhi. I'm not saying you know any for any reason other than the fact that he his if you have high IQ in passing and you're good at it and you can make a large amount of passes, then you understand how ball movement goes. I think a little bit better than uh, and how defenses play because you're constantly worried if you're going to turn over the ball. You're not going to throw the pass unless you know that you can get to the person, right? So, so he can see. I think LeBron. Probably would know and also played more against these warriors than Kawhi has. He probably would have been more ill-equipped to win that game that night. And uh, due to one attribute is his passing. That's what I would say to that. If if he didn't shoot it, he would have passed it to the right person. So,
1: okay, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, that makes sense to me as well. I would probably have trusted it if we're just talking strictly passing decision I would have trusted LeBron more but uh, so you think they would have won by now I, yeah I don't know I guess I can buy that um, I do think I mean Kawhi is having an amazing series obviously playoffs mm-hmm. in general right. pretty much carrying the team and uh, it's hard I, but I'm thinking back of LeBron just from this season it's hard to tell but given his past playoff history it probably would be about the same now I guess we should look ahead to Game six potential game seven. Mm -hmm. Now to to throw in one more take from Eric, uh, A.K.A. Dashnam, he's saying Raptors win game six by over thirteen points. Very odd number to throw out. I don't know what. I guess that's part of the spiciness of these takes he's doing, but uh, so hot, so hot. But, I I do think the Raptors. I I'm a little torn myself. My gut reaction as soon as they blew game five was to say, oh, Warriors are going to come back and win this now. But if I take a step back with a few days later, you know, and really think about it, I don't know if this Dubs team with no Durant, obviously, can win three in a row, which is obviously extremely hard to do. And, uh, you know, I also don't want them to because even I was kind of, our last podcast, I was kind of saying, do I even want the Raptors to win? Like, I'll just let the dub steamroll with their thing here. Yeah, I don't want the Raps fan fans to be on the same level as me, the Cavs fan. But when when the game started, that that went kind of out the window for me, and I was rooting for the Raptors. So, um, but but back to what I was saying, I guess I I do kind of think Steph has looked pretty tired in a lot of these games too. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the best track record uh, in the finals when Durant's not. Playing with him, you know, right. in the first two finals, obviously, there's no MVPs. Despite uh, being in four, you know, winning three out of four, so Clay has been a little banged up. Looney's been banged up. Obviously, Clay played really well in Game Five and was back from his injury and all that. Uh, his Game Three injury that he was out, um, but if he doesn't fill it up in Game Six and if Steph still looks a little tired, Boogie being in there isn't. It's helping them in some aspects, but he's also turning it over. He's kind of screwing them over a little bit. I'm kind of. I don't know about this thirteen point jazz that Eric's saying, but I I think on the spot I will take the Raptors in Game Six to win the championship tomorrow. What <laughs> do you think?
0: Uh, do you, so you're thinking just under in 13, Oakland, under thirteen, in 13 the final points, game in Oracle. single digits, or I'll big.
1: probably say under thirteen. No. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, but but I, I I'll. If they're gonna to win tomorrow, I'm, I'm gonna to say six to eight point.
0: Basically. All right. While well, I go for my response, maybe we should look up their line and what they're actually predicted for. Um, so I think, I think with uh, this game, it's a lot. Of, there's a lot of points. Minus the whole what happened with Kevin Durant, um, minus the whole, uh, you know, uh, Toronto fans, uh, you know, cheering for that, all that basketball things uh, only. The Raptors have not lost at Golden State at, in Oakland all year, even regular season. They have not lost. Um, and, you know, based on that, you would think it would be, okay, they've won three of them. They've won both road games at at uh, Oakland, and that hasn't happened to the Warriors in the past five years. Like, they haven't had a team win that many games sure? b- by anyone, the only problem is that this is the last game that's gonna be played in that arena, of all time, like in history, uh, and and that that kind of like will and and like you know if you I don't know if you believe in like the sixth man, um, you know the fans really bringing up bringing it up for them, I would say if this was like a mid season tournament or like a pre like something like that those are the actual fans that are going to be attending those games like the ones that diehards.
1: right right i was going to bring this up but yeah it's right right
0: it's not going to be those fans anymore not that either
1: but priced out a lot of them yeah
0: yeah so that's the problem um where even though you know it's got like the disney not disney-esque some kind of movie-like storyline it's not going to reach that way when you have an owner that's Shove, going out of their way to shove Kyle Lowry, like literally reaching around someone oh, yeah, just, to push, just to push, just to push Lowry, and he happens to be the uh, minority owner of the Warriors, now banned for a whole year. Um, I think I think e forty is not enough to get it done uh, to get these uh, the Warriors. I think they're gonna come out strong. There, there might even be like a double digit lead by the Warriors, but I don't think they have enough stamina, health, um, and gumshoe. No, no. Um, I I don't think they have enough you know, stamina overall, and I think I think the Raptors will make the adjustments uh, adjustments, and uh, unless Boogie Cousins goes for thirty somehow, I don't see. Um, no, that's
1: not happening. Uh, he's not going to get that many shots anyway. Uh, uh, the line, by the way, is two point five Dubs favored, but mm. like we like we're like you're saying, the Raptors haven't lost there yet. Um, also, I I will say that if. The Warriors do win Game Six. I do think the Raptors are going to blow it and lose in seven, and the Warriors will win and come back from down three-one. Yeah, so, I I Raptors predicted them win. at
0: seven. What you you predicted the Warriors in six, right? I think.
1: I I said yeah. I kind of even if you look back on the tape, Eric said, um, "Gentlemen sweep Warriors." Gentlemen sweep. I kind of co-signed that, and then I hedged it a little bit. And I was like, oh, I could maybe see them. Being being a six game series, but mm-hmm. obviously we're both wrong. You still could be right, but uh, mm-hmm. a, a, the way we're both feeling, it's all three of us are feeling. It seems like we think it's Rappers and six. Obviously, we didn't realize that Durant was gonna be uh, come back, get hurt again. Like we didn't know. You know, we thought he was probably gonna play most of the series. So
0: right, right.
1: Um, it's hard to predict, but I mean we. Uh, also uh, uh, one more take from Eric here the one he started out with was would you say that Kevin Durant and I are cosmically linked as I also went out in the first half of the biggest game of the year mm-hmm. now I'm not exactly sure what he's talking about on his end of things I know he's injured himself playing like kickball or something right. uh, embarrassing like that but I, I, is he trying to imply that that kickball game where he injured himself was one of the biggest games of the year as well <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I have I have uh, a lot of empathy for for people that lose hit hits get hit hard and uh, career like games. As myself, have had a, a huge kickball game and I got got my uh, MCL clicked a little bit there. Uh not completely torn, but tore a parts. Uh and when you know, I, I think I think E dash Nam is uh is, uh, right, you know, like, he, he, uh, he has, he's having these feelings about Kevin, uh, I think I'm having feelings about e Nam, and, and all of our listeners should probably have feelings about everyone's Achilles and, uh, meniscuses. um, even though... Meniscus guy. Meniscus guy. Even though, you know, you're, you're e Nam and maybe... Lord Hand is kind of still scheming on a different show to get your meniscus. So maybe hmm. maybe he's trying to do a little diversion on you. I'm not sure. Uh,
1: well, there's no Hand had takes in here, so I, hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, But, right. yeah, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we'll, we'll wrap this up soon, just a yeah. bite. You know, we gave our predictions. Is there anything else you want to say about Duran in general, though, injury, anything? I mean, a lot of players have said, like... um, or even Ka- Kawhi, people are talking about Kawhi, how he didn't come back when the Spurs might have wanted him to, and they're saying this that was a smart decision, because look what will happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm just going to quote him on his, I, I posted a picture uh, for us to look at his uh, Instagram feed today. Uh, I didn't know his name was Easy Money Sniper, um, uh, but that's what he has on Instagram. Which is...
1: It's lame, I mean. I, I would expect that from him. <laughs>
0: okay, so, what's good, everybody? I wanted to update you all. I did rupture my Achilles. Surgery today was today, and it was success, comma, easy money. All caps, no period. Forget about the grammar part. I, I make mistakes too, but easy money. What does he mean by this? Is he saying that Achilles are being sold at a rapid rate? Is there, is there, like, is there like, some kind of conspiracy where... Mm. He is he he fell and ruptured his Achilles on purpose to get easy money from next year from whatever team. He is he blatantly just coming out and saying it, kind of like Trump does when he says this whole Russia thing and he fired Comey. Is that is that what's going on here?
1: Huh. I mean, yeah, maybe he's been hanging out with Kyrie too much, and this conspiracy is coming up. Or maybe you have, considering you're the one with this conspiracy theory. I guess so. Yeah. You might yeah. be on the right track there.
0: Yeah. I mean, Conspirate Nam uh, is is a person that has been coming up in my head lately. Um, so I'm not sure. But he did say his road back, the, my road back starts uh, now. Is he going on Old Town Road? Is Little Nod X going to be there? Is uh, Billy Ray Cyrus going to be there? Uh, is Chris Rock going to be there? Uh, these are all questions yes. that we don't know yet.
1: Yeah, I guess that those are the most important questions that you're asking mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. I did see a funny tweet, I don't know who to attribute it to, but that said uh, if you even think about going to the Knicks you get it. this is what happens to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Would Knicks fans be happy if they signed a ruptured Achilles Kevin Durant? That wasn't gonna play for a whole year. They'll give him hopes. So, I would right? assume
1: they would. It's still better than any, the hope than anything they've had in a long time. I mean.
0: But if like if they signed him and he injured himself in the first game of the year, then it would be like misery, really.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. But I thought you were saying if they signed him, knowing then that he's probably could mm-hmm. miss a year or whatever.
0: Right. But. You know this whole thing. I don't know if you watched the last game of zones, but uh, episode. I sure did. Yeah. Was it
1: the one that ended with LeBron doing C-Jam, Space Jam 2, C-Jam? Yeah,
0: but it was all Kevin Durant being interviewed and, you yeah. know, uh, and codered. Yeah. yeah, and the Burner burner Birds, uh, all that stuff. I, I feel like Kevin Durant's going to have way too much time on his hand now, and I'm worried for his insanity, uh, really.
1: Someone,
0: <laughs> someone lock him out of his computer. Oh, man, he's going to be having so many Twitter accounts, and I think he's he's going to build up this narrative even more than <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I just oh, love man. I love I love Kim durant I love how weird he is. I love how weird Kyrie is. I think this is great that uh they have a friendship and I hope it continues in New York City at some point. I don't know which seems whatever, but I hope it does. That's yeah, all I, I mean, have you, to say.
1: You obviously don't want Kyrie on the Knicks you want him on your net, so. You know, uh
0: you know, to be Truth oh, yeah, be told. not true? No, no, no. I would love him on the Nets. But, like, if he were to go to the Knicks and we were to stick with D'Angelo, I wouldn't be, like, also – like, I wouldn't be pissed that the Knicks got Kyrie Irving. It's not like – because the Knicks have nothing, right? They, it's like if I gave him a loaf of bread, but I and I have, like, a couple – I have a good amount of bread right now. Not a lot, but I have a good amount. Like, enough to, to feed me. But if I gave him a loaf, it's fine, you know? Kyrie's, like, maybe – two loaves and i have like five right now you know so that's how i feel right, so i'm
1: not tracking uh, this is like when Kyrie starts talking on a podcast i'm not tracking your analogy here or whatever you're saying with the bread here. well you know you
0: know when the world is uh, when you're you know when you're looking for arnold bread and then you have a you have bread alone brand and you're going to a farmer's market and the farmer is like hey you know this is fake bread and i'm like you know what You might be right, but I'm into multi-grain. And then he hands me over some bread alone, and I'm like, cool. And then I go home and have that with toast.
1: All right, anyway, (laughs) uh, everyone enjoy Game 6. It should be a good one. I'm excited for it. You know, if it is the final game of the NBA season, I guess I'll say I am enjoying the NBA more than I thought I would this year, especially uh, given how disappointed I was from the preseason of it. But, uh I think that's going to do it for this edition of the Brooklyn Bite. We'll be back real soon to recap the season when it's over. Hey, should I finish that story about
0: the bread? Um.
1: uh, Yeah, just uh, go ahead. I'm just going to turn the volume down on my end here. Yeah, keep talking there, you know. So, uh, yeah, join us back when we get for that. Do stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Network. Uh, Do you have a plug to throw out? Or a gulp, as you like to call them. Any shows coming up in New York there?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, I have a couple shows. I just haven't talked about them. Uh, it's a one-man show about bread and how um, and how, how the nooks and crannies fight the crust um, in, a, in a death matchup. Are, you
1: talking, match about, of... <laughs> are <you> talking about <laughs> English muffins? I guess that's a type of bread. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's a liberation of, of bread. From the old country and finding a new country and be and finding and then also finding their mate named American cheese. So then you have bread and cheese, and that show actually will be premiering. Um, I haven't figured out a date and location yet or a script yet, but once it does, I will plug it on this show. So
1: yeah, all right. Well, that sounds good. Look out for that, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and uh, yeah, so like I said, join us for our next episode, recapping the season, and to end this one off. Something else I don't really understand. I'm going to I'm gonna read, uh, as the close, I'm going to read Yadash Nam's final hot take, his final spicy take, which is in a form of a question. I guess I'll leave it as a question for the audience. He, th- he says, how far do you think Jalen Brown would get on the Bachelorette if he had replaced Jed after Jed and Hannah met the Celtics on their date last week? Mm-hmm. So ponder that, I guess, audience. That'll do it for us today. Enjoy game six. And potentially game seven if there is one. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Pod Boys Productions.